afternoon, and uh, welcome to the Touchdown Report. This would be week 17, normally the last week in the NFL season, but being that they extended the season now to uh, 17 games, every team has a bye, that would mean that the season would end on the 18th week of the year rather than the 17th, but... Nevertheless, here I am, Deacon himself, welcoming you all, Deacoholics, to another Touchdown Report. Um, we told you guys to check out a documentary about John Madden on Christmas Day, and uh, unfortunately, a couple days later, he passed, and uh, brought a tear to my eye, and uh, I thought that before we start uh, with recapping the games of what happened last week, uh, that we would start by... Um, addressing this, and this is this is a big deal and a big hit for uh, not only the NFL, uh, in, along with Raider Nation, but uh, you know for all generations that uh, learned the game of football from John Madden. I know there was a lot of people that had learned from playing the video game, um, you know, the game of football, and a lot of my friends would not be football fans today, like me, um, if they hadn't played Madden, but. Uh, the the only thing that Madden, um, besides being a great game, did for me, outside of me already knowing this game inside and out, was it got me to basically take a look at the different packages that teams played with. And, I mean, obviously you can't go based upon a video game of, of what they're going to do on Sunday, but, uh, you know, the, the packages from the year prior, you could kind of give a sense of, like, what matchups were better, and uh, it, it helped me learn the players more of, uh, you know, the whole rosters of teams. Now, just being the mega fan, now I know how to do it and space my time. I still play Madden quite a bit, but um, I've spaced away from video games with the recent travel and work and whatnot over the course of the last X amount of time. So, I'm going to say this, that I hope that um, Nay feels better soon, because yet again, she is out uh, with... Uh, a sickness. So uh, this is a dragging on situation. COVID negative for Nay, but um, it's just she has not been feeling well. And we we hope that she feels better as well. And uh, she's uh, was starting to feel better until Sunday, where she finished in second place of the fantasy football league that she was in. So I'm gonna give her a round of applause on air for second place. I'm going to tip my hat to myself. Thank you. We were one fucking win away from having the championship, but better luck to us next year. Um, John Madden, rest in peace. Like I said, I couldn't picture the NFL without John Madden and I uh, wanted to play you guys a little something that would basically sum up Mr. Madden's legacy. Ready? We're ready, John. John Madden has made football his life's work for more than 40 years. As a player, head coach, broadcaster, and the name behind the most popular franchise in video game history, EA Sports Madden NFL Football. If you're the defense, you don't want to get flagged for interference unless they keep this drive going. They've done a good job the last two plays, so let's see if they can do it again. Hey, that was just a great job by the offense. There are those who are still one of a kind, or John Madden is one. Who... Yeah, uh, definitely uh, got some help there from Mr. Madden, and, uh, you know, just, what more can you say 
about the one of the, if not the best commentator of all time. And the documentary, if you guys haven't seen it already, I think you should check it out because it was pretty good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it myself, and uh, it was something that I was wanting to, uh, you know, bring up to a point to you guys to check out because of the fact that it was probably in the top three that I've seen all time for sports, and that's no joke. And inside of this uh, documentary, uh, if you recall it, um, it, they they made a reference, and and this reference was really it, it was mind puzzling to me. But uh, they compared John Madden to Michael Jordan, and maybe so because of the video game and the success that it took off and got young fans into it, and whatnot. Uh, maybe so, but I mean, there's nobody like Michael Jordan. But um, and even so, John Madden and uh, I, I don't know. I email me deaconacosho@gmail.com and let me know your thoughts because that's puzzling to me. Was John Madden as big as Michael Jordan? I don't know, but uh, anyway, last week Thursday night football started us off in Tennessee, where the ten and five now Tennessee Titans took this game twenty to seventeen over the San Francisco Forty ers Saturday we had some good games go on, uh, close call here in Green Bay. Green Bay twenty four twenty two over the Browns, and then later on we had twenty two to sixteen. The uh, Colts uh, beat the Cardinals on the road, and the Colts are red hot right now. Tough game this week uh, coming in uh, for. The Colts, and we'll see uh, where they're going to stand with this scenario. But uh, these games and these divisions are all pretty close, and they're all uh, still, you know, uh, there for the takings. I, I mean, well, at least a couple of them, and the wild card has not been secure yet. But uh, walking into Sunday was a must win on Boxing Day and Lars Ulrich's birthday. Uh, the Houston Texans housed the Chargers in this game, 41-29. to It was a complete shit show. Don't let the score indication think anything less of what this terrible performance was. But I got a little bit of redemption back where the Eagles must have had that off game because they played the Giants, uh, and I don't care who was that quarterback in that game, this is what was going to happen. 34-10 to for the Eagles here, and uh, getting in a position now, 8-7, uh, and seven, uh, to really make a push. Uh, Redskins and the Cowboys final off for the Eagles, and and we'll uh, we'll see if they can sneak one in here. Coming in there at ten and seven would be perfect for the Eagles, a dangerous team, and uh, you could see the last two weeks especially. Uh, the Lions went on the road to play the Falcons and losing this game. Would they did told you guys take the Lions twenty to sixteen uh, with the points you would have been safe. Tampa Bay went on the road to Carolina and crushed them thirty two to six. Panthers are just terrible. The Ravens got romped themselves, and the Bengals now moved to nine and six, forty-one to twenty-one over the Ravens. There it was a complete shit show, start to finish. Close game here, and it was probably one of the best games of the day. Was the L.A. Rams playing the uh, Minnesota Vikings, and they won this game thirty to twenty-three on the road. Uh, Bills went into Foxborough, not what I expected, and uh, beat shit out of New England, thirty-three to twenty-one in this final. Here it was just. Total domination by the Bills start to finish. 26-21, to the New York Jets, as I predicted, would defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, really nerve-wracking game. Uh, if you're in the situation of the over, it was covered in the last uh, five minutes of the game. But uh, still, hats off to the Jets. they got to win. Now, 
I told you guys last week that I loved the Seahawks in this game at home versus the Bears until I found out that they put in Nick Foles and St. Nick came through and won this game for the Bears on the road 25-24. to Now, uh, I want to say this, that maybe if you put in Nick Foles, uh, maybe, let's see, about two months ago, you might be 10-5 and instead of 5-10. and Genius of the week there for the Chicago Bears. The Pittsburgh Steelers had no chance in this game versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and we all knew this. 36-10, to 10, it was a romping, and uh, Kansas City is on fire here. I believe that's 9 or 10 uh, straight for them. Um, so, yeah, they're on fire. Uh, the Raiders came up here, Vegas Raiders of Oakland, came up here with a win, 17-13. That's two in a row now for the Raiders. Um, let's see what they got coming up this week. They're playing, I believe they're playing the Colts in Indianapolis, and it's going to be a tough shit show game. I think that the Colts are going to mop the floor with them, but we'll get into that in just a few. Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football clinched the division. Congratulations to those dirtbags. Uh, 56-14 to over the Washington Redskins. And the crazy thing about this is, is that the Dallas Cowboys were favored by 10. And the over for this game was 46. So the at halftime, the score was 42-7. to I went to sleep with a big smile on my face. Because I, I absolutely knew there was no shot that Washington had in this game. I didn't care what the fucking spread was. The skins were done. Monday Night Football led us into the Dolphins. Uh, and it's, it's significant about this, playing the New Orleans Saints. And 20-3 to for the Dolphins. Dolphins were once 1-7, and ladies and gentlemen. They have now won... Eight, uh, seven straight games to go to eight and seven and hold the lead on the wild card here. So, the the crazy thing here, uh, you know, with the scenarios that you got going on, the wild card right now, and the AFC sits with the Colts, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. Okay, division leaders: Kansas City's at one, Tennessee at two. The Bengals at three, and the Buffalo Bills are now back in front of the AFC East. So you can see the significance of how close things are. Nine and six, nine and six, eight and seven. In the hunt here, okay, and this is the crazy thing. In the hunt, the Chargers at number eight, eight and seven. Raiders right behind them at eight and seven. Ravens right behind them at eight and seven. Steelers seven, seven and one. And that's where I'm going to draw the line. Anybody seven and eight, seven and eight. Browns and Broncos. I realistically, they're they're not mathematically out, but. I don't see it happening. So, that being said, in the NFC, you got division leaders here uh, for the NFC. Uh, Green Bay, uh, Dallas Cowboys at two, LA Rams at three, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at four. In the wild cards right now, which is absolutely fucking crazy, the Cardinals at ten and five, the 49ers at eight and seven, and the Eagles hold the last wild card spot at eight and seven, which is absolutely outrageous. So, Birds are playing well, and let's see what they can do on Sunday uh, versus the Skins. It's going to be tough, but in the hunt here now, seven and eight, seven and eight, seven and eight, all sit. Vikings, Falcons, Saints, right behind there. So I don't see, I don't see anybody uh, from this eight through ten hopping any of the teams that are here. Uh, I could be wrong, but we'll see. I don't think that is going to happen. 
starting us off on Sunday. There is no game tonight. That's why I didn't wish everybody a happy game day. So in advance, on Sunday, happy game day. 1 o'clock, the Eagles, 8-7, and seven, are traveling to the 6-9 and nine Washington football team. The Eagles are favored by 3, and the over is 45. I expect both of those to happen. I think the Eagles are going to win this game big. Um, even with the banged-up team that uh, Skins have and out on COVID and this and that, the Eagles are on a roll right now. And unless you could find a way to stop the Eagles' running game, you are not going to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles. The 7-8 Atlanta Falcons playing the 9-6 Buffalo Bills 14.5 at home for the Bills over 44. Now something with people coming to me and giving me their signs and their predictions. Well, somebody came to me and said that the Buffalo Bills would get crushed and then they would come back and they would run the table. Well, so far that's come true. They also said they had a very tough, a very strong feeling about the Los Angeles Rams making it to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, reasons being about Kershaw being in the limelight, bringing over Matthew Stafford. There's a lot of different things in the scenarios there. Do I think the Rams are getting to the Super Bowl? No, I do not think the Rams are getting to the Super Bowl. But if that person is right, then we're going to have to give them their uh, dill, <laughs> dill do and pay respects to them because that is pretty, pretty fucking amazing that you can call that type of shit. The 4-11 and New York football giants go into the 5-10 and Chicago Bears. Bears by 6 at home, over 37 for the game. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, if Nick Foles is playing, uh, yeah, then I think both of these happen. If he's not, then no. I think that you would take the Giants with the points, even though they're so banged up right now. You still, uh, it's a tough situation for uh, the Bears' defenses has a problem with their run game, and and if you haven't noticed that, they're such another streaky team. At five and ten, they could have went up and down every other game, and uh, it could have been the other way around if things were different. I understand you have a, a rookie quarterback. You're trying to get him in there to teach him. I understand, but uh, it, it didn't work out. He didn't work out, and uh, let's look to start giving him some veteran leadership or just say, fuck this season, wash it, have more picks again in the first round that you blow because you don't know how to draft. I'm sorry. That's just the way I feel about the Chicago Bears. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I don't like them. 11-4, and four, Kansas City Chiefs, 9-6, and six, Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to find out if who day is for real. They are minus 5. On the road, KC is 51 for the game. I think both of those happen, and I find that the Chiefs will find a way to crush the Bengals. 8-7, and seven, Vegas Raiders of Oakland traveling to the 9-6 and six, Indianapolis Colts. Minus 6.5 at home for the Colts here, 44.5 for the game. I think both of those happen. Um, Raiders are going to find a way to score two touchdowns in this game, but I, I just feel that the Colts are going to win this game like 30-14, to 37-14 like that. It's going to be a high-scoring affair. 2-13, uh, and 13, Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to the 9-6 and six New England Patriots. Patriots are minus 16 or fresh off this loss, 41.5 for the game. Uh, I think Bill Belichick is going to be angry. Uh, 16 is kind of high, so I would tease it down or money line it if it's available, but uh, New England is definitely not losing this game. The 11-4 Tampon Bay Buccaneers, I mean Tampa. Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the 4 and 11 Jets. Uh, minus 13 on the road for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and 45 and a half for the game. Yeah, both of those will happen. And uh, I, I think that Tom Brady is going to torch the Jets. Um, the, the thing is, is that when it comes to Tom Brady and the New York Jets, uh, you know the rivalry, you know the history behind it. So it always could go the other way with this. So I would feel confident the way that the Buccaneers have been playing that they will beat the Jets by more than 13. The 8-7 red-hot Miami Dolphins traveling to the 10-5 Tennessee Titans. Minus 3.5 at home for the Titans, over 40 for the game. 
I think this game goes under, and I think the Titans will win this game. Um, somehow, some crazy way, though, Miami will be very close in this game, and it will be a one-score game, but Miami is not going to win uh, eight games in a row. The 11-4 Los Angeles Rams traveling to the 8-7 Baltimore Ravens. Now, I don't know if Lamar Jackson is playing. I'm probably going to find that out on Sunday, being that today is Thursday and I can't get you guys that information on Sunday. Uh, just keep a lookout for what you're going to do on this game. Um, I like the Rams either way. They're minus 4.5 on the road, over 46.5 for the game. I like both of those to happen there. Uh, the 4-11 and Houston Texans traveling to the nine, uh, eight and seven, sorry, San Francisco 49ers. Minus 12 and a half at home for the Niners, over 44 for the game. Well, the Niners seem to do well versus these teams that are of less caliber. So I think the Niners should handle the Texans at home, but you never fucking know because of what happened last week, the way the Texans came out and decided they wanted to play versus the Chargers. So Texans with the points, 12 and a half is a lot, and over definitely. Uh, probably going to be game of the day. This is a really, really good game, and there are a lot of good games today uh, going on on game day. Kansas City and Cincinnati is a good one. Um, and then we, we got one right here that is a very, very good, enticing game. The... 10-5 Arizona Cardinals traveling to the 11-4 Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are minus 6 at home, over 51 for the game. Well, the over, I definitely think it's going to happen. And uh, if Dallas comes out the way they've come out the last couple of weeks, then, yeah, Dallas is going to crush Arizona on this one. But I have a feeling that Arizona uh, lost a couple in a row here. They, they're going to they're gonna hold the Cowboys up on this one. I think Arizona is going to win this, or at least Dallas is not going to win by 6. Um, the big game of the day for me here, the 7 and Eight Denver Broncos coming to the eight and seven Los Angeles Chargers minus six and a half at home for the Chargers over forty five and a half for the Denver Broncos. Well, this potentially could be the last home game of the year. Uh, Chargers need the game. I think it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen by seven, but Chargers will win this. Forty five is asking a lot from these two teams, um, but I think it definitely could happen. So yeah, they're at home. Chargers are at home. They're going to score some points. So yeah, definitely take the over, and uh, also I'd say take the Chargers on this one. I know I say take them every single week because I can't go against them, but there are weeks when I know that they're not going to win. Like including that Kansas City game, it was just inevitable for them to just hold on to that game, but. Ah, either way, they'll get the job done versus the Broncos, and then in a big, big showdown next weekend versus the Raiders, so we'll be good. Uh, the 5-10 and 10 Carolina Panthers traveling to the 7-8 and eight New Orleans, who that, who that Saints. Minus 6.5 at home for the Saints, over 38 for the game. I'm going to say that the Saints win this game at home. They've been terrible the last couple of weeks, but we will see um, some points production, and the defense could shut down the Panthers. It's a division game. So in the total of the of the last three weeks, the uh, Saints have kicked uh, four field goals, and they are 1-1 one one in that time span. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, we also have on four. So all these are four. All of them are 425 games, um, except for the Niners there. And uh, there's four of so two twelve and one Troy Lions traveling to their five and ten Seattle Seahawks minus seven and over the Hawks forty two and a half for the game. Uh, I think they're gonna cover the over, and I think that you take the Lions again with the points because I don't think that the Seahawks are winning this game by seven. The nightcap on this game is in Green Bay. The twelve and three Green Bay Packers are hosting the seven and eight Minnesota Vikings minus seven at home for the Packers. 
over 46 and a half for the game here. Well, you remember the last time these two played, it was a sh- it was one of Green Bay's three losses, a division game. But let me tell you something, that game was in Minnesota, and Minnesota was expected to win that game. This game is in Green Bay, and if Minnesota sweeps the series, so be it. It's not going to affect the uh, Packers making the playoffs. And it's a huge implication for the Vikings here, being at 7-8. and eight, I don't think they're getting in, as I mentioned, but Green Bay will win this game. Monday Night Football, which I believe is going to be our last Monday Night Football game of the year, um, is the 7-8 and eight Cleveland Browns traveling to the 7-7-1 seven, seven and one Pittsburgh Steelers. The Browns are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road here and over 41 for the game. Well, I mean, this is just one of those scenarios where many, many years that the Pittsburgh Steelers have owned the Cleveland Browns. Uh, well... Uh, it's at home in Pittsburgh. They're supposed to win this game. They're not going to cover the over, I don't believe. But I think the Steelers are going to find a way to win this game. So, that being said, make sure that you guys, if you get a chance, tune in to the John Madden documentary. Rest in peace again to him. And uh, 85 years old. You know, guy had a great life, great career, and uh, one of the best. And uh, definitely caught me and got me into uh, continuing to listen to football and because of him and... Uh, Great coach as well, genius of the game. And uh, they don't do this anymore and allow him to come, and um, obviously they're not going to be able to, but they don't uh, have his voice in actual uh, announcing the games of Madden like they used to in the early days. That was the best listening to that. But in the meantime, follow me on the majors of social Instagram and Twitter, Deacon and Co. Show, Deacon and Co. Show, gmail.com if you want to drop a line. Let me know what your thoughts are on that question I asked you guys earlier. I got episode 71 coming up for you guys uh, on Saturday with my dear buddy John Jennings. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed our, my episode 70 with Malcolm Lowry. Uh, he is a real funny guy, and many, many more stories does he have to share with us. Um, in the meantime, all uh, who is not listening to episode 71, I hope everybody has a safe and great, healthy, happy new year. Uh, make sure that you guys don't drink and drive. It's not worth it, and there are many opportunities to get home and be safe when you do so. But for now... Deacon is out.